then jump into the billboard charts. Who is on the top and what has influenced this, these results? Wow. So there are lots of billboard charts. Um, so let's, I'll, I'll talk about a couple of them. So in the US, uh, obviously billboard have the top 200 albums chart and the hot 100 songs chart, singles chart. So they're the kind of primary US charts. On the top of the album chart this week is Morgan Wallen, who is a country music star that yes, as of yesterday, and we are recording this on the 4th of February, um, is in significant hot water because of a racial slur that he oh. used. So I suspect uh, his reign at the top will be limited. Um, on top of the, the songs chart, um, and also on top of the Billboard global charts. So last year, Billboard launched two new global charts, uh, one global 200 song chart, and then one global excluding the US. So looking at the rest of the world and what was happening there. The same song is on top of all three charts, and that is um, Olivia Rodriguez's driver's license, which is a massive, massive hit this year, um, partly driven by TikTok, which is a driver of a lot of new music discovery and a hit maker. Um, but yes, uh, a, a, the biggest song of the year so far, undoubtedly. And do you think because of all these new platforms where uh, musicians and are able to express themselves, and as you say, the old model was, okay, let's get a label and let's get me exposed. Now with the whole TikTok era and all the similar platforms, they can use it themselves and suddenly uh, they can end up on the billboard. Is, is that the possibility? So in terms of... Um, of, you know, what drives the charts, then, you know, they're made up, the, the album charts in the US are made up of, of physical digital um, album sales um, and of streaming. The Hot 100 also includes radio, um, airplay, and the global charts are, you know, streaming and digital downloads. I think you know, there's there's a lot of ways for artists to now promote music and promote themselves. There's, you know, that connection with your fan is hugely, hugely important. But at the same time, you know, to get to the top of the charts, you need support from um, all across the industry, and you you know, you need you need big, big numbers. So um, I think it's a combination of lots of different promotional marketing activities. So if we're going to summarize 2020 then, what are the three things that you would say that summarizes pandemic 2020 in this music world? I think, you know, like I said, it's that, it's that search for the new. So, you know, new ways of entertaining yourself, um, a growth in streaming and adoption, you know, a change in people's behaviors around streaming. Um, I think the the new developments that we saw in in live music, in short form video, in the rise of TikTok, and um, and then in terms of from a kind of musical perspective, um, and we haven't really talked about this, but like the new 
um, not the new, but like the rise in certain genres that we have sort of seen, the, the, the types of music that people um, wanted to listen to. And I think a kind of a nostalgia and a comfort that was required. Oh, we is that what you saw that. in the gender area? We did, we did. I mean, it's genre's been really interesting in terms of, of, of the trends that we saw, but we, we saw, um, obviously there was an impact on release schedule. So there were far fewer new releases over the summer mm -hmm. um, as it, big artists who had planned, you know, their album launches just pushed them back. So there was, there was and, and very much in the pop space. So there were far fewer new releases. Um, and so we saw a lot of people listening to older music, um, going and, and looking for artists that they haven't heard for in a while, or looking and listening to back catalogues from artists, and that kind of nostalgia trip. I'm, I'm listening to music ah. from my youth, and, and it makes me feel calm and comfortable and safe and all of that. But that's very interesting, right? Something negative happens, we get anxiety. What what kind of music do we pull back? It's the new fun, but also, as you say, that music is comfort. And then you want to go back to that old and be remembered. And again, psychology, it, it brings back that happiness and, and positive memories uh, in yeah. all of this going on. What, what genders were most... Uh, people drawn back to and also in your report you talk about that there were a couple of people passing away which also might be that they gone back what genders were genres were you seeing so we saw a really big rise in on streaming platforms in country music in the u.s mm -hmm. so that i think driven by a number of things but you know country music is it's not surprising, it's very familiar, it's very American. So I think for, you know, a lot of American listeners, it's, it's you know, it's, it's family friendly. You can put it on in the house when you've got kids at home and it's not gonna offend anyone. Um, and uh, I think also because we saw older people, so people who were trying streaming services for the first time, you know, maybe hadn't, uh, used a streaming platform before, uh, were, were moving from listening to country music on the radio to listening to it on their Amazon Alexa or something, you know, what, you know, wherever. And, um, and so we saw a big rise in country music. We also saw a, an, an increase in Latin towards the end of the summer. So I think that's also a, a mood lifter on the whole. There was also, you know, a, a number of big Latin artists that re released albums and released big, big songs. But yes, um, from a genre perspective, big increases in country music and Latin in audio streaming last year.